Welcome to the first DTT Drunken Science, where we'll look at some of the real-world science that interests us in each story. So, in the last episode, Galaxy 4, yeah. there was three suns in the background that we saw on uh, on the planet. What was the planet called? We didn't find out the name of the planet. Didn't we? No. Uh, but it wasn't Tatooine, because it only had two. Yes. And this one had three. Yes. Take that. Yes. <laughs> one more. So, yeah, I, I was just wondering uh, how stable the orbits would be in a three-star system. There would be some complex uh, sort of gravity going off there. There would be, yeah. So uh, I looked into this. Did you? I did. Because, you know me, science. Yes. And apparently, yeah, uh, a lot of uh, three-star systems are very unstable. Uh, eventually, one of the suns will go... Very close go to bye another. Bye. What? Go bye bye. It will go bye bye. Yes, it will go very close to another sun, and due to the uh, immense gravity, it will eventually get slingshotted out of the solar system. Would they never merge or explode or anything like that? Apparently not. No. All right. I think the gravity slingshots them out before they get the chance. Probably. If it if it was a uh, a black hole then uh, the chances are the gravity would suck them in mm. before it got slingshotted out. Well, you can orbit a black hole. Yes. I just, which I only really found out this week. Yeah. If the sun, if our sun turned into a black hole, it wouldn't make the blind bit of difference to the orbits of the planets. No. They would still continue to orbit. Just the way everyone talks about black holes, you think mm. no matter what, you're going to get sucked into it, but you can orbit it. Yeah. So that Doctor Who story with the Tenth Doctor, where there's a black hole nearby, that uh, that actually works. Does it? I don't, uh, know if they, uh, I don't know if they orbit it, but they're nearby a black hole. They're in a, some sort of space station thing. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, it's something like that, but it's like next to a black hole. I can't remember the specific details of that one. Neither can I, but we'll but find out in another six we'll, years. We'll, we'll get there eventually, <laughs> and we can judge it then. As all will be judged. But yes, apparently, uh, though, with the uh, ternary systems, which is uh, three stars. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we come out every... Like, are we a ternary podcast? Oh, we could be. That could be on you now. Excellent, let's go that. We'll forget it next week. Like, yeah. ne- next ternary week. <laughs> <laughs> next turn. But yeah, um, I was saying you can actually get sort of uh, stable ternary systems which uh, comes about if they are hierarchical or uh, Keplerian orbits. And what does that mean? Does that which, mean they, they don't orbit each other? They're, they're as if they're like Mercury, Venus and yeah. Earth orbits. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Sequential as opposed to yeah. Yeah, around each other. Yeah, you can, st- you can have like, you can still have a binary in the middle and then like another sun orbiting the, the binary system. Yeah. Or you can have like one in the middle and then a binary system that is orbiting the main star. Or you can have three separate suns on three separate orbits. What about four stars? Did you find anything regarding that? Uh, I didn't I look guess, into the sun. not, since you know, three stars is quite unstable. Well, it's only unstable if it's not hierarchical in orbit. Uh, I didn't actually look into uh, four stars, but they exist. 
as well as uh, five, six, and uh, up to seven. We've uh, have discovered. But seven stars within one solar system. <laughs> yes. Excellent. We we know of uh, at least possibly two anyway. We know of yes. We, we know of a farm in Lincolnshire. <laughs> yes, there is New Scorpy, which is at least a quintuple, but it's probably a septuple. It's not being confirmed. And there's another one called A.R. Cassiopeia, which is a septuple star system. Well, I know a two-star one. Do you? Yeah, which they found mm. last year. Kepler 16b, which orbits two stars. Well, we know of many two-star systems. We which, just, which we just be, don't know of many planets. Which seems to be a Kepler orbit. Well, yes. yeah, it's the first planet that's orbited, that's yeah. found orbiting a two-star system. Yeah, because we found many, many, many. You didn't find them. I, I, f- I found them. My, I went into space and I found them. <laughs> of space traveller. Uh, going back to the uh, ternary systems. Yes. That's the three star. Yes. Uh, the, uh, you know the North Star, Polaris? That's a three star system. Yes. Well, I didn't know that, but yes. And in fact, the uh, closest star to the sun, Alpha Centauri, it's a two-star system. Well, uh, uh, sort of right, there, Gav. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does have, yes, a, a binary uh, yellow dwarf system, and it, which is also known as G-type main sequence stars, which is uh, the same as our sun, currently undergoing uh, hydrogen conversion into helium. But there is also a uh, outlying red dwarf. Really? Making it actually a, a ternary star system. Why don't you tell the listeners... I got it right! Why don't you tell <laughs> the listeners what a red dwarf is? A red dwarf is the most common type of star. Uh, they are not visible to the naked eye. And they have... Hung. Well, they would be if they're night and... It depends what distance they are, I presume. Uh, they're not visible from Earth. Okay. They're not just like invisible. <laughs> if you stood next to one, you couldn't see it. Not just cloaked face. Well, you probably can't, because <laughs> your eyes are bit. So well, if yes. you had the star in a box, yes, it would be both visible and invisible until you opened it. It would melt the box. <laughs> but what if the box was made of titanium? It would melt the box. Dalekanium. It would not melt the box. <laughs> okay, carry on. Yes, they have about uh, one th- hundreds of billions of years uh, lifespan. And considering the universe is only 13.72 billion years old. Uh, <laughs> How do they know that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they do. Well, they can work out the rate of uh, consumption of fuel that they have and, and all that rubbish. But uh, the reason they have such a long lifespan is because they are constantly remixing the helium throughout the star and they don't have a build-up at the core. Over half the stars in the, in the Milky Way are in fact part of two, at least two star systems. So they are quite common. And we've only got one. What's that we've about? We've only got one. What's that about? I don't know. We've only got life and stuff. It's rubbish. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd trade uh, life for another star any day. Would you know? Yes. I would trade your life for, for a star any day. Oh, it's like that, isn't it? A gold star. I can just wear my, wear my coat. 
for mathematical excellence. That would be good. Do you have mathematical excellence? No, I was making a reference. Why? Obviously. Doctor Who. Adric. Adric had a star for mathematical excellence. Oh, Adric did. He probably made it in his cave. <laughs> his cave. Uh, caves. Because, of course, there's always caves. But here's an interesting thing. Mm. I don't think it would on uh, on the unnamed planet in Galaxy 4, but uh, I'm sure there are other places that have multiple stars where, where, you know, where it uh, wouldn't get dark. Yes. Because that planet we saw, the three stars were, right, were mm. re- very close to each other, so I couldn't see them, mm. unless there were more than three stars. Yes. We only saw three. Oh, yeah. But they still could be in Keplerian orbits. But they were just sort of aligned at the time from the angle that you saw. This is true. That one, uh, uh, Kepler, the planet Kepler sixteen b, it orbits it orbits the two stars. But apparently, mm-hmm. you would see them. One would or one one would arise mm-hmm. above the uh, horizon first, mm-hmm. and then followed by the other one. But it would be very close together, so it wouldn't be. You know, you wouldn't have constant. Like, yeah, you wouldn't. It wouldn't be like Antarctica. No, it wouldn't be. Nothing's like Antarctica. Not even the acting. No. Nothing like. Completely but different. It is completely different. Because Antarctica right. has land and right. Arctic doesn't. It's just it's just water. Am I not correct? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with science in space and I'll deal with science on Earth. I didn't mean like that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But uh, relating it back to Dr. Hula, mm-hmm. I was given the complex uh, gravitational forces involved with the three suns, I can imagine it sort of being having a similar situation to uh, Europa, uh, that moon of Jupiter, where. Uh, oh, yeah, where, where it's like pulling it. Um, yeah, yeah, it keeps flexing it and pulling it. Um, that could possibly be a reason why the planet is about to explode. Yes, it's, that's uh, that's a good that's a good thing because we have no other explanation for it. Yes, that so makes as much sense as I've anything. I've no prized myself uh, <laughs> <laughs> an explanation for the planet randomly exploding. Well, as we said earlier, you don't get a prize, but you do get to drink some beer. So excellent. Ah, that was very well uh, received. Was it? It was. Yes. Well, I'm going to take a drink of beer as well. I'm uh, not <laughs> earning it, so there we are. You can't drink beer and not earn it. Mm. What have you done to earn beer? I bought it. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> um, is, is you, just, you, just, <laughs> you just live in your communist utopia, and I'll deal with uh, capitalism. Yes, yeah, so there is some very interesting stuff on the uh, multiple star system things. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, well, I don't know. I don't mean like. I just mean the pic that they did, did, did uh, like, like orbits, they showed the orbit. On one oh, of, yeah, for the, the Kepler 16. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some of the, and there was an artist's impression of a painting taken from, uh, they did it from the viewpoint of a uh, hypothetical moon. Mm-hmm. Because obviously Kepler 16b is a gas giant. A very, I didn't know that, actually. Oh, well, it is, yes. Mm. Very warm one, given the fact mm-hmm. that there's many suns. Yes. And our one sun can be warm enough as it is. Yes, especially recently. <laughs> hey, it's no, well, at least we're not on Venus. Yes. That's my motto. 
Is it? Yes. Anytime people whinge about things, hey, at least we're not on Venus. Mines someday will be on Mars. See, I'm looking to the past, you're looking to the future. Yes. <laughs> always, the tr- always the case. Actually, there is just one more thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, remember when we were we watched a movie during the week at the cinema? Which is yes. very unusual, but anyway. Yes, The Raid. Yes, it was a very good movie. Very good movie. But we saw a trailer for Iron Sky, which is a movie about Nazis on the moon, apparently. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, and uh, we hadn't seen, the Earth hadn't seen them. This is like in present day, this movie said, the Earth hadn't seen them because they were hiding on the dark side of the moon. Yes. Do you remember what you said? Uh, yes. There, there's no such thing as the dark side there, of the moon. There is no such thing as the dark side of the moon because obviously the moon orbits as well, but because it orbits exactly within 24 hours, or because it revolves exactly within, more or less within 24 hours, yes, it's we, wouldn't see, we, yeah, we would see exactly the same view every time. So technically you're correct. Yes. The best kind of correct. But <laughs> it's, it's my favourite kind of correct. But my point is, this is a movie about Nazis on the moon, and that's, and that's your problem with it, scientifically speaking? <laughs> yes. Because it's a science fiction show. <laughs> <laughs> I can accept Nazis on the moon, but... What about whalers? Can you accept them? Can you accept them on the moon? That, that, that I'd much rather watch, actually. You I think that would watch whalers, whalers on the moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, just, uh, if they're chasing space whales as well. That'd be awesome. Yeah, what space whales from from the Doctor Who episode. Yeah. And that's why they're extinct. Why is it we're talking about science and we keep linking it back to Doctor Who every two minutes? <laughs> it's like for a Doctor Who podcast. Because Doctor Who's real. <laughs> Obviously. Super twist. Super twist. <laughs>